0: Good morning, Jamie. How are you Keith I'm doing all right yeah just uh getting used to um kind of our winter hours this is the thing it's it's in the show notes It's something for me to talk about but i've uh, I've come to the conclusion that I need to just sleep more in the winter, so I've been doing that so I'm kind like of ba- just like, like a bear yeah like a bear? I, I, I don't quite hibernate no mm-hmm. plugs but um, I do yeah, sleep a little bit longer, so I'm actually a little groggy, kind of waking up still. Uh but yeah, you how about you um,
1: you didn't like feed yourself like a whole hell of a lot? Like,
0: oh, no, around... I did, but that's called Christmas.
1: Oh okay. Um, okay.
0: yeah, okay. so it's a different yeah, situation. That's
1: good. So you're not getting up um as early as you usually do, huh?
0: Yeah, I, I tried that. And so everybody knows on this recording, this is, we haven't actually released an episode in like four or five weeks, but it wasn't for lack of recording. We recorded one, had some audio issues. It was kind of a bummer. Uh, in that one, we talked about like New Year's resolutions. And um, we also talked about seasonal effectiveness as a thing. And after that talk, I kind of came to the realization that I need to just not be so hard on myself for uh, feeling like I'm less effective and I just don't like try to force myself to wake up super early because I know I'm going to wake up and just like mope around for an hour anyway. So just sleep a little bit longer, have winter hours, just expect a diminished, uh, you know, capacity to release things, I suppose is the way I would put it. And then when, you know, it starts getting warmer, that stuff will pick back up and I'll be good to go.
1: Yeah. Um, a couple or last week, um, I got a migraine like I think it was for the first time ever or I just never knew what a migraine was before that I think it was due to stress and I've been trying to tell myself like over and over because I have like 14 projects going on that it's okay there's no like like crazy like imaginary deadline that I'm making up in my in my head Mm -hmm. uh, that some of the stuff needs to get done so although it's mostly been working uh, last week it didn't work so I've been trying to to convince myself of kind of a similar thing as well.
0: Uh have you continued to meditate? I know we had a conversation about that before.
1: Okay, migraines coming back. Migraines coming back. Uh no, I fell off the uh, uh meditation bandwagon, but I need to get back on. Um I used I used to do it like right when I worked out. Um I would always do it on those days. And I kind of fell off the working out bandwagon as well, although I got back on it two weeks ago. Um, I just need to pick back up on the uh, meditation.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's, that's. I mean, that's my like, go to if I'm super stressed out kind of thing. And Kendra always calls me out on it. If she thinks I'm feeling like if I seem blue or like grumpy, she'll be like, did you meditate today? <laughs> and yeah. the answer is yeah. inevitably no on those days. And she knows. It was a big help. So, yeah. Well, cool. Uh, You want to talk about your last couple weeks? We're going to just act like those previous two weeks didn't happen and people can be surprised by any of the results of those weeks.
1: Sure. I'll touch on my um, news goals as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the last two weeks um, have been kind of crazy in terms of uh, this other project I'm working on. (laughs) Can't really talk about it yet. uh, So I'm not going to talk about it much here. Um, it's, it's nothing new, like it's not going to add work to my workload in the long term, but in this very short term, it's, it's adding a bunch of, a bunch of work. Um, hopefully by next podcast, I'll be able to to talk about what, what it is that I'm doing with, with some other people. So I've been heads down on that. The, the other thing that's, that's happened is last week, um, Tetsu, uh, the Slack API, all of a sudden stopped returning. Um, they had a little bug in their API. So they have a, a channels list um, API call that lists all the channels that a team is, is currently on. And I use that to sync up um, the, the people that are in certain channels and Tatsu. With people that are in channels on Slack, and I do that every time before a standup starts, uh, also before we run billing, and also before um, they visit a page on the um, on the web on the website. Well, that that me- that method stopped returning for certain teams. It stopped returning the members within that channel. So they have two fields. They have like a members array, which will tr- return the IDs of the members that are in there. And then they have the number of members. Well, those two things weren't adding up. The the member array would be empty. Gotcha. So what this caused, what happened was all of a sudden certain teams had zero participants because it would say, oh, you have zero participants in Slack. That means you have zero participants in Tatsu. And uh let's let's get rid of those. So I worked with Slack a bit. Um, they they knew of the issue. They were working on it. So I kind of just had like a couple days there where I was like, "All right, Slack's going to fix this." Uh, I also thought of a contingency plan if it wasn't fixed. And after the second day, they said it was fixed, but it still wasn't fixed. It was only returning bots that weren't the members, which is unusual and helpful to me. So nice. I fixed um, Fixed a bunch of data issues last week. So that took up like four four or five days last week. So that was cool. But that, that's fixed and, and deployed. Um, and then as far as Chronic, um, I've been working on the uh, web app side of things and I've been kind of uh, laying out where components are going to go, things like that. And I've been working with styled components, which is a React thing uh, where you kind of put your styles right within the, your components.
0: Yeah, how are you liking it?
1: Yeah, uh, huh. uh, not much. I haven't been liking it much. Um, I don't get it. I don't get why everybody wants to just why use JavaScript for this. I don't get it. But uh, there's one cool thing with it, and that's the theme provider, where you can basically put all your base styles and generate a theme. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to stick with it for for another week or so. Just to see if I, if I get like that aha moment. Um, but so far it's like, why not just use CSS where it's intended to be used? So I'm gonna, I'm gonna see. Um, but that's as far as Chronic goes. I haven't been, uh, too much in the weeds with that. So that's about it for me. I have been working on a new, a new talk, a new workshop. I got accepted to, um, Indie code and we're, me and a um, a friend of mine submitted a talk where we talk about how we work with uh, APIs and then he does iOS apps. So how we kind of work together and how I provide the APIs, how he stubs them out, how we talk about the contracts, things like that. And that talk, we're building a new iOS app.
0: Oh, cool. Who's the yeah. other person?
1: Uh, Don, Don
0: Miller. Oh, OK. Gotcha. That makes sense.
1: Yeah. So, um, we've, we've done a couple projects together on, um with that sort of relationship. So we thought it'd be a good talk. And the app we're building is pretty cool. It's, um, it's called Gotcha based on this, uh, movie I saw a while ago when I was a kid. And the idea is to have people that are friends virtually or at the same conference to, to meet in real life. So uh, what's gonna happen is you download this app. Um, it knows based on um, geofencing that you're at this conference and this conference is a, a thing on gotcha and it'll send random push notifications to two different people say, hey, here's an image of this person. Here's what they like and dislike or here are their interests. Um, and then you uh, will get their information, their profile information and then you have to go and try to find each other meet up uh and then you scan a QR code uh saying that you have met each other so that's kind of the, the app idea that we're building
0: nice so it's a it's a scavenger hunt it's almost like it it's almost like a scavenger hunt mixed with like a speed dating site is what it sounds like <laughs>
1: we uh well we had this idea of uh we were kind of just like sketching out the interface and we had this idea of uh like say you can't find the person that you're trying to find, and we were thinking, oh, there's a button that says like find the next person. Or you're we like, well, what if instead of a button you could just swipe
0: left? Yeah.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> that might
0: be too much. But uh, uh, that's funny.
1: Yeah, it's based on a uh a movie that I that got me into paintball. That's oh, really my whole okay. paintball kind of road and career. Um this guy would go around with IDs. Of people on his campus, college campus, and I think it was at UCLA, is where it was set at. And he would just like look at the uh, these ID, these student IDs and like shoot them with the paintball gun, and that was the that was their game. So uh, that's where the kind of the uh, the the name came from. Comes
0: okay, from. gotcha.
1: So uh, yeah, so between all those things is uh, why I've got the the migraine last week. Um, Is literally like after we were talking about that, what we were going to build. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh my gosh, I have so many things, so many things to do. Yeah,
0: I think when we talked about that, you were like, oh, it's fine though. I I like having a lot of projects. I do. I <laughs> maybe do, your body does not.
1: Maybe my body does not. Um, it's not bad. I I kind of stress myself out. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's not for three months. You know, it's we're we're starting early, so we don't wait till the week before and then I really get stressed out. So I think I'm handling it, handling it well. So it's just kind of going slower than I like these projects. But.
0: Okay. How about you? Uh, yeah, I guess for me, the big, uh, I didn't really have any, you know, like new year's goals, so to speak of too much, except for like, uh, like working out and stuff. And I've been doing yoga consistently and that's been good. But um, I had previously been working on the mobile app for chronic and building a local timer into that. And then you and I paired for a little while, decided that that was like kind of not worth it right now. And so I started working on the deployment stuff for us. And I actually, and, and not really that long of a time, got a staging server built and got uh, hot reloading into deploys done. So you could actually deploy a code change to the application while you had a timer running and it wouldn't mess up your timer.
1: That was a cool thing. I've seen in a while.
0: It was pretty sweet and it was easy. So that was cool. Yeah.
1: So what you did was you, you demoed this to me cause uh, I wouldn't have believed it, but, um, and I know about Elixir's hot reloading and uh, actually Erlang's hot reloading. And um, it, what, what you did was you put in a, like a, just an output statement. Like um, anytime the, this, this tick method was called to decrement the, the, the timer and you had the running timer right mm-hmm. you committed the code deployed it and while the timer was still running it's done it suddenly started putting out output uh tick messages uh every second where that wasn't happening before and all that without like destroying the timer and the timer just kept on chugging along
0: yeah it's pretty awesome how it works. And I was looking at it and I'm like, okay, are we going to have any issues? You run into issues if you change the state that you're holding within processes, you have to, you can, you kind of write a state migration path for, uh, it's like a function, basically. I don't remember what it's called exactly, but you can actually change the state based on some sort of algorithm that you want. If it's going from one version of your application to another version, but that's where like hot reloading gets kind of complicated And thankfully, I don't know that we're going to really need to do that too much unless, yeah, we really shouldn't. Because the parts that would kind of require that, I think, will be kind of stored in a database somewhere. Like, they'll be in some other caching layer that we'll just read kind of frequently, I think. Uh, We can kind of cross that bridge when we get to it. But I'm hoping we don't have to go down that route. Because at that point, it'll make our deploys a lot uh, trickier to really think about. But as for right now, if you're just working with a lot of functions and not a lot of state then you're you're pretty good and that by state i mean persistent state that kind of has to last beyond just one call to it so yeah that was pretty cool it was uh, probably my big highlight for the last uh, month or so i was kind of working on that stuff and then uh i also i've been kind of kicking around using chef ironically, to be our um, configuration management system because it doesn't work like normally. I would fall back on Docker, but in this case, we can't exactly deploy new Docker images if I need the processes to stay running. So that one goes out the window. And I answer questions on Chef at work. And then I kind of, you know, I went through and I got a one of their like certification um, badges is what they're called. It's like I don't have a full certification as a Chef certified developer, but I have like a portion of it and chef's really not that bad it was just i kind of didn't know what was going on when i first was introduced to it at squaremouth and that is where mm-hmm. ChefSucks.com came from
1: mm-hmm. right so that's that's, that's a something that you put up
0: yeah that was a long time ago i i owned ChefSucks.com, and it was just a a place where you could go and vote whether or not chef sucks and it would keep that tally and uh just to let everybody know according to the votes chef did suck but it's really not that bad. And uh as I've learned more about it, I'm like, okay. And the fact that it's just in ruby as the thing uh gives me some some good freedom to to do what I need to do in certain situations and not feel like I have to go digging through too many um docs in order to figure out what's going on. Like for the most part I can kind of figure it out. So I think I'm going to use that for our kind of deployment uh configuration bit.
1: Were there other um tools you looked at?
0: Um, the comparable ones are uh, SaltStack, Ansible, and um, Puppet, and Puppet uses its own DSL that's kind of like Ruby, and Puppet's okay, it's fine, I've used it a little bit in the past. Ansible I actually really like, and it uses YAML and doesn't need a, uh, anything to be installed on the node, which is pretty cool. And SaltStack, I know literally nothing about. So I picked this one mostly because I'm not the Ansible guy at work, and I want to have more exposure with Chef. Gotcha. But Yeah, so I've also been working on a resources page for Coda Journey to kind of have a place where I can put information that I want to share with other people. Um, I get a lot of questions about, like, my recording setup or certain uh, i've got questions about like books i like to read or things i like to learn from and so i'm going to put all that in, in one spot so that i can curate it and kind of keep that updated and just sort of link that all over the place
1: nice <clears throat> nicely, so you don't have to keep a- um, answering the same questions from people you just point them to a url
0: yeah and benefit it's a little bit beneficial there i mean obviously i can use like affiliate links if i'm it's something somebody can go buy and then i can get a kickback from it or whatever but it's really just a place where I can, like, point people to, like, here's the stuff because I want to have, like, a section that's, like, here's my current favorite, like, web stack. I can just, like, point to, like, the tools I'm currently using. Uh, stuff like that I think would be kind of cool. Um, and then I can just keep it up to date. So that's pretty nice. I've been working on that uh, the last few days. And Code Journey's website, a lot of the stuff it uses is based off of uh, components that come from the refills library from uh, Bourbon and um, Mm -hmm. ThoughtBot. So I've been kind of digging around through there, and they didn't have anything that quite fit what I wanted to do, so I've been kind of modifying some of their, their, like, general things. But it's just, it's nice to fall back on somebody who kind of knows more about HTML and CSS. It's always been a weak point for me. And so that's coming along, but it's just been a slow process. And that's about it for me, though.
1: We talked about kind of our goals, resolutions. for 2018, do you want to touch on those real briefly?
0: I literally don't remember what goal I had, other than uh, yoga.
1: <laughs> exactly. So okay. So you're sticking with the yoga. Thing. Yeah,
0: yoga. I, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, it's amazing how much moving slowly and deliberately, though, can make me sore.
1: Yeah, you're you're uh, stretching muscles that you don't usually stretch, right? Yep. So you do that every day.
0: Uh, yeah, for the most part, I've, this last week's been a little bit hectic with some family stuff, but yeah, for the most part, every day. So do you, what were your goals?
1: So, uh, as far as like what's pertinent to this podcast, I have kind of two goals in mind. Um, one is I, I want, and I'm, and I don't do these on a yearly basis. I kind of do it on a quarterly basis cause I don't plan. I don't know what the hell six months from now looks like, let alone a year. So by April, what I want to do is I have this big feature for Tetsu that I'm still in the process of working on, um, which is the asynchronous stand-ups. After that is launched, I'll be able to like kind of mess with billing a little bit, um, as well as like kind of unplug uh some momentum from Tetsu. And my goal is to to launch that by April and kind of I want to double the revenue that Tatsu makes. Uh, right now it makes only like around $1,500 a, m- a month after expenses and stuff. So not, not that much. And then, so I want to double that to about $3,000 a month by April. And if it doesn't, if I don't do that, I'm going to consider alternatives for tattoo. So that's, that's kind of a big goal for mine. And the other thing is I want to launch callback. Um, I figure chronic, you know, Chronic's going to take us the majority of this year to kind of, finish, you know, realistically, since we're not working on it full time. And um, yeah, so the, the one goal for chronic that I want to have is the ability to for us to use that to use it by by April at the latest for, you know, us kind of just ensure that the timer is working right. Um, we enjoy using it. You know, it solves a problem that we have uh, and syncs throughout all these platforms. So it's kind of my goal for the three kind of main projects I'm working on. Nice. And then I have, you know, personal goals, like, like everybody does like working out. And I just joined a, uh, my gym kind of puts these like Kickstarter programs uh, where they kind of talk about healthy eating and lifestyle changes along with kind of their, their group working out. So I just bought that package. Uh, and I think it starts next week because I have been getting back into working out, but I still eat like an idiot this. And, and I don't like the whole idea of dieting like that. Those never work. There's a reason why those never work. It's because people don't change their, their habits. So this will kind of do both. And they, they've kind of like have an accountability program. And so so I'm looking forward to that. So those are kind of my major goals.
0: Awesome. Yeah. I think the, uh, adjusting lifestyle that people never give enough credit like it's it's more than just like eating a little bit differently it's like you almost have to think about things differently so that eating differently at home can kind of continue on into when you're not at home and that's say like safe exactly environment.
1: that's why I like i like this program because it's like you know you get a lot of one-on-one time you tell them you know what your issues are like my issue is there's two reasons why I eat like an idiot one is um I don't really have like a and schedule. Um, I might be home, I might not be home, uh, so I need like stuff I can eat on the go, like snacks and everything, as well. And then mm-hmm. I also enjoy having lunch with other people, um, and I do try to do that at least like three times a week. I do that more for the social aspect than the eating aspect. So, um, so that'll be nice to kind of get one-on-one feedback from them on how I can accomplish that. So, what is your uh, your next two weeks look like
0: uh my next two weeks are actually i'm kind of i have a weird self-imposed really really soon deadline on a course so i'm gonna be busting my butt on that uh and then beyond that i want to get the chef stack set up for chronic so those are probably the two main things that i'm going to be working on over the next uh week or two so nothing nothing too groundbreaking. Eventually, I would like to get our continuous deployment stuff rigged up for Chronic, and I don't think that'll take me too incredibly long once I kind of land on what I'm going to use to do that. If that is Codeship, which is our CI uh, service, then right now, then that would be fine. If we decide we want to go with something else so that we, I can have like a separate uh, Elixir build server that builds things and then deploys the um, com- like fully compiled package, then maybe that'll be something different too. Yes. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at.
1: So for chronic, I want to. uh, I'm not going to set a goal that's so spectacular because I have a lot going on, especially in the beginning of February. Mm -hmm. So my goal is to simply finish to finish the kind of UI responsive layout stuff on on the web app, and then actually be able to kind of start a timer. And that kind of gets into the whole like sharing of. The state that we want to share and and all that kind of stuff so those are kind of my two my two tests to we'll complete for chronic
0: well awesome uh hopefully this recording turns out better than our previous one did and we can actually release this but it's been nice getting to record again and i'll talk to you in two weeks jamie
1: okay talk to you Keith.